Hey, James, let's get you back in shot now. All right. So everyone, as there you noticed, when I introduced Chloe, I forgot to slide her chair over. <laughs> and once she sat down, I was out of the shot. And I figured there were, I had two options. I could stay out of the shot and just be a floating voice. Or I could kind of <laughs> nudge Chloe. That seemed uh, the least professional option. Yeah, good so choice. I just will float. And hopefully for our next guest... I will remember to slide the chairs over before they sit down. And I'll try to remember to pull it my way as well. <laughs> you know, I could have helped on that, I That's guess. That's all right. It's so, all right. I, I got to I got to spend some time. So some kind <clears throat> of, I think, some breaking news there, Alex, that DRI has revised their professional practices mm -hmm. and will we'll be releasing those. I don't know if that's, I think that's, I'm going to say that's the first time we broke news here. I'm excited about that. Yeah. Uh, so a little history, DRII, for those of you who may not be a member or familiar, have 10 professional practices, overhauled them or updated them in 2013, did a significant overhaul in 2017. Yep. As Chloe mentioned, a few things have happened the last few years. Yeah. Excited. <laughs> Uh, excited to see what they come out with. And we will probably, as those in our audience know, we like to discuss frameworks. So so uh, I can practices. expect a link from you at some point? You know, Alex will get a link from me and we will dissect them. Uh, I, I have a DRI certification and have for a very long time. I'm me a too. fan of, I'm a bigger fan of looser frameworks not like what we talked about yesterday. Here's 50 things you have to do in each area, but here's 10 areas to be mindful of. So I'll, I'll be curious. Um, like if I had to speculate, obviously she's, you know, Chloe did say incident response is going to change. I would think we'll continue to see a bigger emphasis on cybersecurity. Yes. DRII was the one of the first, I want to say resilience organizations to offer a cyber-based Mm -hmm. certificate if i can if i can remember that correctly when that came out in 2017 so be curious to see what they have coming up it sounds like we have do, do we get an invite to austin uh i think it sounded like maybe kind of but i got a feeling it's probably out of our wallet <laughs> well but we, I, I, it, it sounds like a lot is going to be changing. You know, it's it, it, the training courses are going to be training, changing, you know, marketing materials are going to be changing. And uh, I did like her uh, comment about the, the uh, I won't say a refresher course, but the course that had, you know, what's changed in the industry. You know, and I think that's, that would be benefit beneficial for people, even that have been in the industry for a long time, because, we could be doing the same things over and over again if we're in a, in a uh, organization. And sometimes things have changed that we're unaware of that we might be able to adopt and to make what we're doing, even though we've been doing it successfully for years, can still improve uh, better. So uh, I look forward to seeing what that course is going to look like because that's going to be changing as well. And all the other materials are going to come out in the white paper. So uh, definitely going to be keeping our eyes open for that. And I'm sure that uh, you and I will be talking about that at some point on this week in business continuity. It sounds like a conference we may have to broadcast at is what it sounds like to me. So if you're watching and you think we should be at DRI's conference in Austin uh, the last few days of February, shoot us a message, let us know, and we'll, we'll see what we can do there. Yeah, that would be great. 
Now, just before uh, Chloe came on, I was going to tell you about my panic attack last night. Oh, yeah. Let's let's finish off the segment <laughs> the, with Alex's panic with, attack. With my freak out. <laughs> uh, as you all know, obviously, we were recording yesterday and uh, recording through Zoom. So Zoom creates the files. And, uh, you know, they were huge, very large files. And after they converted, they didn't upload to the cloud while I was here. So I went home and logged back in and uh, clicked on without thinking, probably because uh, it had already been a long day and uh, only got half the file. And I started freaking out, uh, thinking that we had lost almost all of our material <laughs> yesterday. And I was having a bit of a panic attack uh, after about an hour and a half of freaking out, including reaching out to Voice America to send, get them to send me the audio files at least. Uh, finally, it uploaded to the cloud and it's huge. Right? Like, I mean, it's huge, this file. And um, everything was there. After about a couple of hours of freaking out, and I do mean freaking out, I was sweating, um, shaking at one point, believe it or not, I thought we had lost everything. And then all of a sudden, blink of an eye, it was there. But uh, for a little while, I was uh, a bundle of nerves. Uh, I really I'm, I'm trying to picture you freaking out because I can't comprehend uh, freak out Alex. So I wish I would have seen that because I didn't even know there was that side of you. I'm, Apparently I'm there glad. Is. So a couple of lessons there that I think I've learned. One, Alex can freak out. Two, uh, we've already learned instead of doing a five hour video file, <laughs> we will break it up into uh, segment chunks, which I'm sure our friends at Voice America will appreciate. I know our video editors are definitely going to appreciate. That's me, by the way. <laughs> but, well, you know, I'm trying to make it sound like we're a bigger operation than we are. Uh, but, you know, sales, marketing, advertising, editing, booking guests, it's all. It's a literal two-person show at the moment. Oh, excuse me. So, so what else we got to talk about? We still have a few minutes before we take our first break. <clears throat> All right. What's something short we can talk about? I don't know if that's possible. I have something short uh, that we can talk about for a few minutes. So, you know, one of the important things in going to a conference is networking, but not just for the sake of you know, growing your network of people or followers, but to learn from people and learn things you might not have known otherwise. And Alex, you and I had a conversation with someone yesterday that I was uh, really, I thought was very interesting. And they were speaking about MREs. So meals ready to eat, very oh, common. Yeah. And you're very familiar with if you're in the military, but also if you're someone who prepares for disasters and preparing for the unexpected, MREs are probably something that you have in your stash. So Alex, I know you you said you have a stash of MREs. Oh, oh excuse me, losing my voice. Yes, I actually do. I, I have, uh, how do you put it, like a home preparedness kit. And okay. I actually have some of those food staples, packaged foods that are in a, uh, some containers. And, uh, you know, I do keep my eyes open on them to, for when they uh, will come due. And uh, part of what we wanted to message is if you do have some of this, 
at home, take a look at some of the expiry dates. If they're, I wouldn't say expired, but if they're yeah. coming close uh, a couple of months, let's say, uh, maybe consider getting some new uh, food and providing those close to expired food packages to uh, food banks exactly. to help out people. Yeah, I thought that was really interesting. This this conference attendee said often what happens, you look at your MRE, you, you know, it's a five-year, a lot of them are five-year ration. You see that it's a, about to expire in six months or it has expired and you just throw it out. And he was saying what he was advocating was if they're going to expire within the next six months, to Alex's point, buy new ones, but then take those MREs and donate them, put them to use. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, help your community. We talk, be a part of your community. There's value and purpose even with MREs that can be used and uh, people would be thankful for or put them to use as opposed to just putting them in the trash. And I use that as an example of something I never would have thought of if I hadn't have come to this conference. Like I know about MREs, we have MREs, we're in business continuity and emergency management and disaster recovery as a profession. It never occurred to me that here is something that you can repurpose, that you can find future value for. And it's stuff like that is why I love coming to conferences. I wouldn't have attended a webinar on that. That's not a yeah. white paper. I don't need a white paper about MREs or a two-hour workshop. That was just a casual two-minute conversation uh, in between segments while we were off the air yesterday. Yep. And I'm like, that is a fantastic idea. I want to share that idea. I want to act on that idea, which we are now. And that's something I never would have thought of if not for being at Continuity and Resilience today today well it's going to change something that i do because in the past i have looked at the dates and thrown it away so now uh, in the next week or two i'm going to take a look at some of the stuff that i have and find out if i can donate it and get something uh, new to replace it because you know snowstorms and the weather we have up here you just never know so i have that and uh, i think it's a great idea it's also a great way to help your community um, those that are less fortunate, you know, I've, I've told people before, you can take everything away from me and I still have more than many others. You know, so uh, I think this is a great way to help out uh, less fortunate, considering right now food banks are, uh, well, all around the world, you're hearing stories that uh, more and more people are using food banks. So this is a great way to help out. And, um, you know, you, you are helping uh, your community, but you're also doing your own home preparedness stuff as well. So it's like two activities in one and you're helping. All right. So for our audience, keep us honest. I want to follow up with Alex on our next <laughs> This Week in Business continuity. What has Alex done with his MREs and, and what has James done with those? So you're out there. Keep us honest on that. We will forget and not, not out of neglect. But as you all know, we talk about a lot of things. We talk about a lot of things spontaneously. Alex is actually writing this down off camera. He's got I'm it on paper. Down. So I'm committed. He's committed. I will have a look at all the, uh, the stuff I have. I've got a, at home, I've got a few containers full of food, matches, candles, batteries, flashlights, uh, water. <clears throat> you know, I have, I don't know, I wouldn't say survivalist, but it, 
makes it look like I am. I'm prepared. He's prepared. Uh, Speaking for rations, yesterday, Quiva was very kind enough to give us a box of shamrock chocolates from Ireland. This morning, she saw me and she's like, did you guys eat those chocolates? Uh, So I'm going to look here. We only ate a third of them, which is rather impressive. They'll be gone by the a end third of today. minus one. One just went off. It might be yeah. consumed on the air. Thank you very much. <laughs> we uh, love uh, food and swag bribes. Yes. So any guest who wants to bring us something, we're very appreciative. I will say, Alex, going around really quickly at the end of this segment, there are uh, some people wearing. Looks like Ontario Emergency Management sweatshirts with the logo <laughs> right yes. on the chest. Uh, I'm not going to lie; those are pretty cool. If someone wants to give me one, we will happily wear two. it on the air or two. Let's see what <laughs> we can do there. I know they have a booth outside. I tried to talk to them. The booth was packed. People very excited. Maybe they're giving away fleeces and we're missing it. Uh, but oh well. We'll keep an eye out for that. We've reached almost the end of the first hour. Uh, again, our sponsor this hour is Illuminate Advisory. Illuminate Advisory is the risk advisory firm inspiring organizations to harness the power of risk. Thank you to our hour one sponsor. We've got a lot coming up today. Yeah, we've got a few other people to talk to today. So on that note, we've come to the end of our first hour and we will be right back. <laughs> 